0: Welcome, everybody, to the rebranded Off the Tracks podcast. Yes, we had to rebrand from Behind the Rails because, as it turns out, Believe Network dropped us at the last minute without telling us, and they kept the show for Behind the Rails. So I'm giving it back to Off the Tracks here as uh, we renamed it, and that was the name of my TV show when I was a student at Purdue. I am Travis Miller, your producer and uh, your publisher of BoilerUpload.com. And with me tonight is Jace Jellison. How you doing, Jace? Doing well, Travis. Corey, how are you guys? I am good, and as he mentioned, that is Corey Sheets with us, the Grey Cup MVP, produced all-time touchdowns leader. How you doing, Corey?
1: Man, I'm doing okay, man. How y'all doing?
0: We're, we're doing well, and I also want to mention that, as always, we are sponsored by Reindeer Shuttle, because driving to the airport sucks. They will pick you up and take you to the O'Hare or Indianapolis Airport from West Lafayette. A couple of convenient stops on campus. Check them out at reindeershuttle.com. Let them do the driving for, to the airport for you. So, uh, we have a loss to talk about this week in uh not the greatest game defensively. Uh, Jace, kind of what were your preliminary thoughts uh, from watching it on Saturday?
2: It was just disappointing, I think, for Purdue because that game was well within reach, and, and Coach Walters talked about it today um, at his Monday morning presser. He just was talking about how the the game was so close for them, um, and they just weren't able to make plays down the stretch is essentially what happened. Um, so it was just disappointing, but... Um, it's not a, de- obviously it's not sentence, you know, um, everyone on Twitter is going to have their opinion and talk about the skies <laughs> falling and things like that. But I have seen a lot of people, um, kind of have level heads and, and talk about the loss within reason. So, um, obviously it's disappointing, but it's not the end of the world.
0: I agree. I mean, this is a te- Fresno state's a good program. They've mm-hmm. won 10 games in four of the last six years, They've got a real shot of winning 10 games again. I think it'll be interesting to see. They've got one more Power 5 game at Arizona State here in a few weeks. We kind of see how well they do in that one, uh, to give you an idea, because Arizona State's also first-year coach. Uh, guy brought in a bunch of transfers and everything else, so that might be a good test. Corey, what did you see watching this one? <clears throat>
1: um, I saw a good game, to be honest with you i wasn't yeah. i wasn't i was disappointed that we lost, but this is this is one of those games where it's the first game of the season, and sometimes you you get that warm up game other times you get an actual game and that's that's what I saw and i don't I'm not saying that we weren't ready for it and just things happen and It it was a good game. I'm not disappointed by the defense. I'm not disappointed on the offense. I I saw a lot of good things. Running the ball. uh, Throwing the ball. Saw a lot of good good things on defense. But, again, this is the first game of the season, so you can't be too disappointed at the guys.
0: Right. And, honestly, it couldn't have gotten off to a better start. You come out. You score on the third play, 84 yards. Or no, it was a defensive stop. Then they scored an eighty-four yard play. That was that was fun.
1: <laughs> I mean, you got the you got the big defensive stop, boom. Then the offense goes and has that long drive. I mean, what, can, what more can you ask for? Like they scored, defense did what they supposed to do. Boom, that's what you like to see on the opening drives, both both ways.
0: And uh, you know, you also did uh, you also did some kickoff returns at least earlier in your career. what <laughs> nah. you see? on Tracy's kickoff return that was that was a fun one to see it open up
1: but I, I, at first I was like oh my god he did he did a lot but he really didn't <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a couple of good blocks and he had an open lane to go to the zone and he did what he was supposed to do not get caught uh, I so. think the
0: hardest part was there about the 45 it looked to me like he stepped out and I was, I was no, no, no. shocked he, nah. they didn't review it.
1: No, nah, they no, nah, he did it. He did it.
0: I, it was close <laughs> I, I, I even did went back, got a couple screen captures, and it was two strides in a row. And if he stayed in, it wasn't by much, and that—that's why I was surprised they didn't at least take a look at it. What did you think, Jace?
2: I, I mean, I didn't even see that angle. I was I was at home. I was at home. I was watching on TV. They didn't even bring that up. So, um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought he scored.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it was. Oh, was say, I, actually seen a, I actually seen an angle of it today, like, uh, a couple hours ago, where it was like right down the sideline. So, he, he it wasn't much, but. <laughs> 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 he, he, was, he he had green on the, on the other side of that cleat.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he tiptoed it. It was two strides in a row. And then once he corrected it, man, he was gone from there. But, you know, that, that's a big play. And I kind of think, The game was kind of lost right after that because they got the stop. Purdue went down, had a decent drive, stalled out, and they missed a field goal. And then from that point on, Fresno State just kept converting third down after third down after third down. Defense couldn't get off the field. And I think it was like 23 out of 30 plays in a row were run by Fresno State. And they scored 15 points there to completely flip the game and it just felt like it was a missed opportunity. What do you think, Corey?
1: Um, when you say that, I just feel like the defense got tired. I agree. And and I think
0: there was definitely some fatigue there, especially on the line.
1: Yeah, with this being the first game of the season, and nobody's out of shape, clearly. But emotions, adrenaline, and all that stuff that goes on. It was
0: hot, too. It was a warm day. I mean, yeah, what was the temperature? Uh, I think it was like 90 degrees. So it's warmer well, down on that field, too.
1: No, it was only 79. <laughs> oh, that was a
0: kickoff, but still.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but, again, I feel I feel like the defense got tired, and they only could be on the field for so long, and covering everybody all the time gets tiring. I didn't play defense, mm-hmm. but just understanding hearing the complaints from my, my teammates. And we didn't score when we needed to, they got tired and they let us know it. So, I feel like the defense just got tired and offense scored on Fresno State. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and I just felt like that was such a missed opportunity there with the field goal. And, you know, that would have put Purdue up 14. Uh, I'm not saying it guarantees a win there. But you're up two touchdowns. You know that if they score a touchdown, because I know when they scored that next one, they went for two to cut it to three. So that point ended up being big in the end. Purdue was in a position where they couldn't tie it with a field goal. And just you think things really turned on that one. And it, I, I felt it stood out. What do you think, Jace?
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Coach, Walter, Coach Walter-, Walter talked about it a little bit today that he was really happy with the front line, the outside linebackers, the pass rush, particularly Nick Scorton and Kaiser Jenkins. But, I mean, as everyone saw on Saturday, the secondary struggled. They really couldn't cover anybody. Um, Eric Brooks absolutely torched them, um, which I think him being a slot guy, um, he's going to have to get covered by the safeties like Sanusi or Cam Allen or even Dylan Thieneman. But um, slot guys like that are going to give Purdue trouble all year um, Mm -hmm. if they don't start playing better. So, I mean, I think people need to remember in this defense, it's all one-on-ones. They're not playing much, if any, zone. So the guys on the back end have to be strong. Um, They probably are going to get a little more gassed um, than you typically would in maybe a zone defense or things like that. But um, the back end's just got to play better,
0: point blank. Absolutely. And uh, you you mentioned Thiemann. Boy, how about the debut for him, man? True freshman, 10 tackles and a pick. That uh, He had some freshman moments, but I was really impressed by him. What do you think, Corey?
1: Yeah, that was great to see. I mean, you can't ask for much. Whatever mistakes he made, you can attest it to being a freshman, but it's a new stage for him, so the moment might have got to him, but he did what he was supposed to do, in my opinion. What do you think? Oh, yeah.
0: oh i agree i mean that interception that interception he had where he covered about half the field to come over pick it off get both feet down that was impressive uh and I, i can only imagine you know i know you were just able to watch the game on tv you were out this week and not in the stadium jace what were they saying about him during the broadcast
2: nothing but great things. it was awesome seeing a kid from from around my area in westfield um when he came in, like when he signed at Purdue, I was like, "Yeah, he's got some really good tools, but um, I think he might be a candidate and um, maybe contribute later on in his career." He's blown everybody out of the water. I don't think anyone on, uh, aside from maybe his brothers and his parents, um, expected him to come in and play like that to lead a power five team in tackles, get the only pick of the game, and then he was flying around. Um, I remember. They ended, Fresno State ended up making the catch but he came down and hit a receiver hard um, I thought he collarbone or something uh, went out for came back in and then he had that punt coverage too
0: yeah that punt coverage he lit that dude up <laughs> I mean
2: they trust him in a in a bunch of different roles they're giving him a there's a lot on his plate and he's doing well um, like you said he's gonna have freshman moments but I mean, you look around the roster, everyone's going to have bad moments. No one's going to play a perfect game. So that's just uh, comes with the nature of the beast. But um, I think, I mean, the sky's the limit for that kid. It's incredible to see what he's done in just a short period.
0: I'll tell you who it reminded me of. And I, maybe I'm, this is hyperbole and stuff. It was looking like Stu Schweigert out there, man. And Stu, Stu was one of my favorite guys. What what do you think, Corey? how much did you uh, see Stu before you got there? Because I know he was a little bit before your time.
1: Yeah, I ain't see Stu at all, so I don't, I thought you was gonna say Bernard Pollard. But uh Oh Pollard
0: <laughs> Pollard was a bad man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you was gonna lead with me, my man BP. But uh I didn't see Stu at all. He, he was a little bit before my uh generation. <laughs>
0: Uh, Stu was a lot like Thieneman in that he was a ball hawk. He w- flew around the field, was not afraid to hit somebody, and uh, he still has the interceptions record. I think he finished with like 17 career interceptions. So hmm. I don't think anyone's touching that either. I don't know. I mean, Thiemann's yeah. already got one. <laughs> about got well,
1: one to 17.
2: <laughs> What's Cam Allen at ten? Yeah, he's a 10. And he's played five full years.
0: Yeah, so and Ricardo. That
1: shit crazy. <laughs>
2: because if you come in and you get five picks a year, that'd be 15. So you'd have to get a couple with like six. If you have yeah. five to six picks a year, you're going to the league after three years.
1: Yeah. No, nah, not necessarily. I mean, because these new NIL deals, that keep me in school a little bit longer if I can just stay and know I'm on a team, That's and I'm not worried about getting cut. I... <laughs>
0: that, well, see, here's the thing. If you'd been on defense, it'd been like, yeah, cover you the sheets. He covers everything on defense.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. But, but, yeah, going back, uh, Ricardo Allen was the last guy that was way up there. He had 13, I think. And I know he had four pick sixes. That's one I don't think is going to be touched is uh, four pick sixes in a career. He was just, he was phenomenal at at that. But uh, yeah, Thiedemann was definitely a right spot on the defense. Um, I felt, I I think it was Cordy Sidnor. You said he only played, what, about 15 snaps uh, on your pro football? Mm -hmm. He had a huge sack there in the first half. I mean, he came off the edge and just leveled the quarterback. And we needed about one or two more of those. I think you're thinking about Kydrin Jenkins. Jenkins, yeah, I I got to mix up. No, I'm sorry. That's me.
1: There's <laughs> been a lot of But yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, oh, I
0: mean, yeah, talking about Kydrin Jenkins,
2: he was the guy that was probably. I mean, him and Thieneman were both up there, but those Jenkins was the best in the front seven by far. Yeah. He and Nick Scorin did really well in that defense coming off the edge. And I mean, they dominated the snaps. It, it felt like they were always in the backfield um it, i mean i was talking to someone about this the other day it's kind of the similar thing with car loftus um didn't have a whole bunch of sacks but he was always in the backfield it's just a matter mm-hmm. of him getting there guys pushing him and being in the right place at the right time at, at to a certain extent obviously they got to get sacks some, at some point but um i mean both of those guys really impressed me and um i think they'll be They'll be the leaders of this defense
0: um, going forward. Yeah, I think I think there's definitely a lot to build on. And, you know, if this is the worst the secondary is going to play, as they're still learning the system and everything, then that's encouraging because uh, you, know, that you get better, they get some stops. It's just they got to find a way to get off the field on third down. If they could have got two more third down stops, it's a completely different game, especially if they come in the second half.
1: I so, mean, we could say the same thing. If they got one or two more first downs, defense wouldn't have to worry about that. Uh,
0: the offense didn't have the ball much in the second half. Uh, I know well, the time of possession was, like, way, way skewed here. Poor man. Uh, yeah, Fresno State had uh, had the ball for 13 more minutes <clears throat> than for you, And a lot of that was the second half.
1: Con- convert a third down. <laughs> The defense doesn't have to be out there for one extra possession. They might have the gas.
2: Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Purdue, Purdue didn't convert on third down the entire second half.
1: Give me, give, oh, me, two conver, give me two conversions. You might, it might be a different game.
0: Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see. I think Purdue only had four second half possessions. Even, I mean, you. Wait, I, I don't count the i don't count the second i don't count the kickoff because you know you don't really have an offensive possession yeah <clears throat> purdue only had they had a field goal attempt a punt turnover and downs touchdown and then turnover and downs on the last possession so in the first twenty nine minutes of the second half they only had four possessions
1: Damn, that's crazy
0: yeah <laughs>
1: that, like that, i said defense wow. couldn't get off
0: the field and one of those was a touchdown. The other was practically a touchdown because the the uh, first turnover in downs was inside the one-yard line, which I was going to talk to you about that, Corey. Got to be frustrating when you – Purdue really struggled in the middle of the offensive line. What were you seeing there? Because they kept getting stuffed on fourth and short, third and short, and everything else.
1: I mean, interior – I, I'm being honest with you, I got to get better at watching the line. I usually watch the running backs when the running backs get the ball. So I'm not really watching what's going on with the defensive line. But, I mean, it's, there's no movement, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were
0: a couple of times there where they were just handing off. There was nowhere to run, man.
1: I mean, you can't right. run
0: straight up the back of the center.
1: You can't, yeah, so... That that I mean, that's evident, but as far as the, the, the minute things, there's there's no movement on the line. You got to get better at that, especially on short yardage. Because that, that's where the line, I feel like, that's where my outline's always made the statement like, if we want to move you two inches, we're going to move you two inches, and there's nothing you can do about it. Opposed to we're going to open up a, a great big hole, because that's easy to do. You can scheme a, a great big hole. But when you know the ball's coming down this hole and it's you and me in this phone booth and I'm going to move you out the way, you got to get better at that. And, I, and I, we lack that, clearly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and it looked like there were a couple of times where the runs were telegraphed, where they were trying to hurry up, and it was blatantly obvious they're going to run the ball straight up the middle, and you run the ball straight up the middle out of the shotgun that's not a strong recipe for success.
1: <laughs> no, nah, that's, I mean, you can't, that's not on the players. That's, that, that's the O.C. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to throw, throw a man-man guy on the bus, but that's the O.C. right there. You can't You can't run, unless you got the offensive players for that, and I haven't seen that. Don't get me wrong, McAfee's a great running back. So far from what i am seeing. he's still got a lot to, to go, but... You don't have the clientele to to make those type of moves.
0: <laughs> now, Mockaby did have – he looked good on his touchdown. He was – that was a nice play when, on the touchdown and put him in front.
1: I mean, what, he, he had 16 carries for, what, 60 yards? 60 yards.
0: yards. 61 of them in the second half because at halftime he had five carries for minus one yards.
1: Right. So, you look good for one carry, but 15 other carries you look like, nah. <laughs> 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 so you tell me I don't know what the, the the percentage on that looks like, but that's not great in my book. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, the numbers. Man, that's my guy. Uh, he looked great on that play, but he only can do as much as the line allows, and right. that's not on him. He can't control it. Right.
0: No, he can't. He can't. And he he I think he did what he could do. And the line's got to get better. I know, Jace. uh, Hartwig and Kaltenberger getting back. You said Kaltenberger might be back this week.
2: Yeah. Coach Walter said that if everything goes to plan, which feels like nothing has really gone to plan, to be honest with you, (laughs) with the injuries and now Saturday went, but um, he should be available. Now, I don't know if he'll play. I think he'll be listed as questionable, probably, but uh, we could see him back this week or. Um, maybe next week. But, yeah, reinforcements are coming. I, he didn't talk about Gus Hartwig, um, his status. Um, and then Mahamain Moose has been been dealing with a – I think it's a foot or ankle injury. Um, so, he's been kind of hobbled, and you kind of saw that in his play the other day too. I did want to mention uh, while we're talking about Mockaby, Um It looked to me while I was watching the game, like there it was just like it they weren't clean handoffs. And I didn't really understand what was going on. Um, After the game, they were talking about how um, Hudson Card has the – it was basically an RPO. So, I think that's why some of them look clunky and it might have led to some um, some
0: negative plays there. A what? The RPO. Run pass option. Run Uh, pass option where the quarterback has the option to pull the ball out if he sees, like, he's got the advantage. It's – Done well, it can be effective.
1: So what was that an excuse?
0: <laughs> I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm just saying,
1: <laughs> if, if if anything, that makes that should make it. It should be even more cleaner because you should not know if he got the ball or not.
0: <laughs> well, not I think weird. what it is, the quarterback decides it as he's doing the handoff. So
1: I, I, like, I get yeah. it. <laughs> but again, <laughs> if you ain't getting that ball, you're supposed to make it seem like you got it.
0: <laughs> well, I, I know your attitude, Corey. Your attitude is you want the ball every play.
1: No, not even. Because I, I I'm was, i a team player. If, if if it's not meant for me to have the ball and it's better to pass it, I'm going to make it seem like I got that ball. You get me? <laughs> <laughs> So that's oh, – yeah. I get what you're saying, but that's no excuse it's just because it was a run pass whatever you called it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, Card mentioned that in the post-game press conference where he was having some issues like that. So it, it does make sense for them to say that, you know, some of those handoffs were clunky. And, you know, that's just something I think reps are going to be big. Um A lot of people don't realize this is a team – this was the first game where so many parts were coming together to play together for the first time, not just offensively and defensively, but it's the first time ever Ryan Walters is a head coach of a game. Uh, same with uh, Graham Harrell. First time he's coaching these players in a game. Kevin Kane, his first game as a defensive coordinator. I, I mean, what really, they do to <laughs> <laughs>
1: do to the handoffs? <laughs> right. They take your handoffs all their lives. <laughs> ain't changed.
0: but I think yeah I think that there's still a lot of positives don't you agree Jace
2: yeah um, I mean Hudson <clears throat> Hudson Carr I thought he had
0: some really good moments
2: um, he wasn't necessarily as consistent as everyone would probably like him to be he got a legit threat on the outside Talked about Kyrie Jenkins and Nick Scorton and Dylan Thieneman all had great games and the issues were still going to be present. Had Purdue won, but I don't think they'd be exaggerated as much as people are talking about them on social media. If Purdue had gotten uh, one of those third downs or one of those fourth downs and and went scored
0: like Corey talked about, um, right? Agree. If Card puts that throw to Burks on the money on Mm -hmm. on second down. Everybody's happy right now. I mean, yeah, we got there's some issues, but everybody's happy. So this is a team that was not that far off. And again, Fresno is a very good team. I mean, they're good. Pro- you don't win ten games a season in four out of six years without being a good program. And so I'm not taking a single thing away from them. I mean, they may be you know. a good program, but it's a team that pretty should beat.
1: Yeah, I was. I will say I don't know about good. They they decent. We should have won that game. But, again, it's a shootout, to be honest with you. Yeah. We lost a shootout. It's it's the week one of a revamped team, new coach. Nobody knows how nobody's going to react under pressure. Hopefully, everybody's seen how each other's going to react and the adjustments can be made because, from my experience – when you learn how somebody's going to react to pressure, and you can work with that, you good things t- tend to come when you work with that and you learn and know not to put this much on this person because he's going to fold or he can he can show up to this part of the party, but if it get a little rough, he might back buckle. So don't don't put him in that position.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if Purdue. The coaching staff sees which guys fold it, which guys need help, which guys excel, and build off of that, man sky's the limits. This was a this was a good game, to be honest with you, like. There's flashes on special teams, there's flashes on defense, there's flashes on offense. You name me one facet of, of the game where we showed weakness. Outside yeah, of being I, tired.
0: I, yeah. <laughs> 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 i mean really i think the biggest weakness was the defensive secondary but like you said if they can respond to that they've got some film to see uh that's that's kind of what uh coach walters was saying in the press conference on saturday he just kept saying we got to look at the tape got to look at the tape okay you've got to pull it off the tape and you got to do something about it once you get it off the tape and that's that's where the key is and uh, I think I said in my rap, it's like I don't know how you fix it, but I'm not getting paid five million dollars a year to fix it, so it's not my job.
1: Damn, that's how much you're getting paid.
0: Something like that. What was it? A, what's his contract, Jace?
1: I'm in the wrong business.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it. I don't think it's quite five. Uh, I thought it was five. I mean,
2: he's still getting paid very handsomely, but um,
1: but but no, nah, honestly, it's, it's week one. So if this was week six or seven. Yeah, I'd be worried. Week one, you don't know what bumps in the road you're going to hit. You don't know what cogs in the, in the machine that you got that's faulty. So you, you put the best thing you, you got out there, and then you see what you got to go fix. So, yeah, you would love to have won this game, but this is a, a great game to build on because you didn't get blown out. You didn't <clears throat> You didn't lose a game that you, I mean, should have won. It was a close game. Both teams were equally matched, I feel, in my opinion. And one team won just because they got a couple couple, couple few plays in their hand. So.
0: Absolutely. Now, looking here in week two, uh, coming off a of, lot, do you think it's better than – Going on the road this week, Uh, how much of that is a factor, in your opinion, Corey, just going on the road after a loss uh, in terms of getting that focus and trying to
1: turn things around? I mean, it's literally week two, so going on the road, it's it's either their first game game at home or their second game at home. And Mm -hmm. you're either trying to upset their home opener or you're trying to polish some things off that you messed up the week before at your home opener. So <clears throat> I feel like Purdue can go in here and spoil some things. They have some things to correct. And I feel like they're correctable within a week. It's not a, oh, yeah. it's not a lot of things that they got to correct, in my opinion.
0: And if you want to just go with uh, the people that are in the know, if you will, even despite this, Purdue is a road favorite this coming weekend. Uh by what about field goal, Jace? That's what I mean. It it varied between different sites.
2: I think they opened as a favorite on some, and opened as a. I mean, it's basically a pick-em game.
1: Right? Yeah, what it's going to end up as? Yeah. All right, we got who? We got Virginia Tech. Virginia mm-hmm. Tech, yes. pick up game for uh, they different Virginia Tech than what I know. <laughs>
0: uh, they were Virginia Tech was three and nine last year coming off one of their worst seasons in a while. So uh, they don't have a lot of expectations this year, but it's still Virginia Tech. There's that name factor, and they are playing at home. So I think those are, you know, they've got – it'll be interesting. It ain't going to be easy, that's for sure.
1: Honestly, yeah. One thing I know about Virginia Tech, no matter how good or bad they are, their special teams is always going to be on point. Absolutely,
0: I know that's what they (laughs) they've made they made their they made quite a name for themselves in those special teams, man. Block kicks, kick returns, right? Uh, They'll flip a game like that. That's that's why I thought when uh, Tracy had the kick return for a touchdown, I'm like, man, this is the first kick return we've ever touched in ten years.
1: (laughs) Man, that's crazy. Even say,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will say this
2: though. I don't. They're not the same team as last year. I think they've got some pieces. I, don't, I mean, they played Old Dominion week one. They lost to them last year, beat them this year. Um, I don't know how much, how much you learn from an Old Dominion game because it's basically a buy win game. But <laughs> they, they got some dudes that are pretty intriguing,
0: which we'll talk about uh, next time.
1: Did they win? Yeah. Move, uh this past week they won. By they won twenty some.
0: Yeah, they they beat Old Dominion. I think it was like. 33 to 19 or something. I don't know the exact uh, score, but I know it was multiple scores. So oh,
1: I just looked it up. 36 17.
0: They lost
2: to him the year before, though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is
2: well,
0: they actually have a they've they did a thing since Old Dominion's a state school. They have a ten year home and home series with Old Dominion. Five home yeah. games, five away games, and they've lost both away games that have played in it so far. So Old Dominion's beat him twice.
1: <laughs> That's crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, we'll have more on Virginia Tech later in this week because we're back to two podcasts a week here in the season. So we'll start to wrap this up. Do you have any final thoughts, Corey, before we go?
1: No, I don't, to be honest with you. I enjoyed the game. I was disappointed we lost, but I was satisfied seeing what a new coach new coaching staff can bring to Purdue.
0: Right. I I agree. I think stuff is fixable. What do you think, Jace? I'd have to agree, but that's all the rest I got. <laughs> 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 right. I mean, we're, no matter how poorly he does this year, Ryan Walters is going to be coached for a while. I mean, he's got that mm. contract. He's going to get a chance to build with his guys. I'm encouraged with what he's doing and recruiting. I'm not bailing after one game, and certainly not after a close game like this. I mean, shoot, I was there in Cincinnati in 2013 for Hazel's debut, where they just got it handed to them, 42 to seven. And even then, I didn't bail. I should have, but I didn't bail. (laughs) I mean, I did. uh, Just a lot went wrong in that one. That was bad, and it got worse.
1: (laughs) But when in that locker room after that game, what? (laughs) (laughs) that was a
0: dark time it was Mm -hmm. a very dark time well all right we will uh wrap this up i do want to thank Corey for being with us uh thank you for jace thank you to our sponsor as always reindeer shuttle also want to thank our other sponsor home field apparel visit homefieldapparel.com use the code boiler upload to get a discount on your first order no matter what you get because they have all kinds of college shirts there and we will be back later in the week to talk Purdue and Virginia Tech. So, for Jace, for Corey, myself, Travis Miller, this has been the Off the Tracks podcast. And boiler up.
1: We you.